0: Yo, today's QOD is, if you don't fail, you're not even trying. Here we go. Today's show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Denzel Washington on the show today. This is a a throwback episode that I play every once in a while because I think it's so important for all of us to hear. Um, Fear is a beast. You want to know how wild fear is? You know, we, we fear fear, right? But we also fear hope at the same time. Now, why do we fear hope? We fear hope because in the past, when we've hoped for something, many times it led to disappointment. You know, Ross Ellenhorn makes this point in his book, How We Change. He says, hope is the leading cause of despair. Really chew on that. Really think about that. Think about all the times you've been disappointed in your life. They all began with a sense of hope. And over time, you learn to fear hope. So we fear fear, we fear hope. We fear being oppressed. We fear people holding us down, but at the same time, we also fear freedom. We fear the aloneness and the responsibility of really being free. We fear like everything's on me. We fear that. That's too much for a lot of us to handle. And we also fear failure, but at the same time, we fear success. It's like fear penetrates every part of our lives, and we wonder why we don't move forward. So what Denzel is going to talk about is pushing through the fear and taking risk, bringing your ideas to life and knowing that you are going to fail. But it's your choice to fall forward, to stand up, and to keep going. Denzel Washington, coming up.
1: Because the 1,001st was the light bulb. Fall forward. Every failed experiment is one step closer to success. You've got to take risks, and I'm sure you've probably heard that before. But I want to talk to you about why that's so important. I got three reasons, and, and you can pick up your iPhones. First. You will fail at some point in your life. Accept it. You will lose. You will embarrass yourself. You will suck at something. There's no doubt about it. And I know that's probably not a traditional message for a graduation ceremony, but hey, I'm telling you, embrace it, because it's inevitable. And I should know. In the acting business, you fail all the time. Early on in my career, I auditioned for a part in a Broadway musical. Perfect role for me, I thought. Except for the fact that I can't sing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the wings. I'm about to go on stage. But the guy in front of me, he's singing like, like, like Pavarotti. He's, just... <laughs> he's just going on and on and on. And I'm just shrinking. I'm getting smaller and smaller. So they say, Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, you'll be hearing from us. So I come out with my little sheet music, and it, it was, it was uh, just my imagination by The Temptations. That's what I came up with. So I hand it to the, 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 the accompanist, and uh, she looks at it and looks at me and looks out at the director and was like, all right. So I, I start, you know, I'm, I'm going to sing. I'm like, it's just my imagination. Once again, and then coming away with me. And I'm not saying anything, so I'm thinking I'm getting better. So I, I just start getting into it. It was just my... <laughs> thank you. Uh, th- yeah, th- yeah, th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Washington. Thank you. So I assumed I didn't get the job. But the next part of the audition, he called me back. The next part of the audition is the acting part of the audition. So I'm like, hey, okay, maybe I can't sing, but I know I can act. So they pair me with this guy. And again, I didn't know about musical theater. And musical theater is big, so they can reach everyone all the way in the back of the the stadium. And I'm more from a realistic, uh, naturalistic kind of acting where you 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 actually talk to the person next to you. So I, I don't know what my line was. My line was, well, hand me the cup. And his line was... Well, I will hand you the cup, my dear. The cup will be there to be handed to you. I I said, okay. (laughs) Well, should I give you the cup back? Oh, yes, you should give it back to me because you know that is my cup and it should be given back to me. (laughs) I didn't get the job. But here's the thing. I didn't quit. I didn't fall back. I walked out of there to prepare for the next audition, and the next audition, and the next audition. I prayed. I prayed, and I prayed. But I continued to fail, and fail, and fail. But it didn't matter, because you know what? There's an old saying. You hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later, you're going to get a haircut. So you will catch a break, and I did catch a break. Last year, I did a play called Fences on Broadway. Someone talked about it. Won the Tony Award. And I didn't have to sing, by the way. (laughs) But here's the kicker. It was at the Court Theater. It was at the same theater that I failed that first audition 30 years prior. The the point is, and I'll pick up the pace, the point is every graduate here today has the training and the talent to succeed. But do you have the guts to fail? Here's my second point about failure. If you don't fail, you're not even trying. I'll say it again, if you don't fail, you're not even trying. My wife told me this great expression, to get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Les Browns, a motivational speaker, he made an analogy about this. He says, imagine you're on your deathbed, and standing around your deathbed are the ghosts representing your unfulfilled potential, the ghost of the ideas you never acted on, the ghost of the talents you didn't use, and they're standing around your bed angry, disappointed, and upset. They say, we we came to you because you could have brought us to life, they say. And now we have to go to the grave together. So I ask you today, how many ghosts are going to be around your bed when your time comes? You've invested a lot in your education and people have invested in you. And let me tell you, the world needs your talents, man, does it ever. I just got back from Africa like two days ago, so if I'm rambling on, it's because I'm jet-lagged. I just got back from South Africa. It's a beautiful country, but there are places there with terrible poverty that need help. And Africa's just the, the, the tip of the iceberg. The Middle East needs your help. Japan needs your help. Alabama needs your help. Tennessee needs your help. Louisiana needs your help. Philadelphia needs your help. The world... The world needs a lot, and we need it from you. We really do. We need it from you, young people. I mean, I'm not speaking for the rest of us up here, but I know I'm getting a little grayer. We need it from you, the young people, because remember this. So you got to get out there. You got to give it everything you got, whether it's your time, your talent, your prayers, or your treasures. Because remember this. You will never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. I'll say it again. You will never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. You can't take it with you. The Egyptians tried it. And all they got was robbed. So the question is, what are you going to do with what you have? I'm not talking about how much you have. Some of you are business majors. Some of you are theologians, nurses, sociologists. Some of you have money. Some of you have patience. Some of you have kindness. Some of you have love. Some of you have the gift of long-suffering. Whatever it is, whatever your gift is, what are you going to do with what you have?
0: That was Denzel Washington. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called PENS 2011 commencement address by Denzel Washington. All right, my friend, we got David Goggins. If you haven't read David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me, you definitely have to read it. I'll tell you more about it tomorrow. I'm out. Have a great day. Peace.